guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So this last week, I was studying through a conference talk. It was actually this last conference from Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. I gave a talk called The Greatest Possession. Fantastic talk. Great classic Elder Holland. So he, he was talking about how in our world today, he said, friends, in our present moment, we find all manner of divisions and subdivisions, sets and subsets, digital tribes, political identities with more than enough hostility to go around. Might we ask ourselves if a higher and holier life, to use President Russell M. Nelson's phrase, is something we should seek? Now, I remind you, Abraham chapter 1, he talked about that very thing. He sought for a greater life. So here's Elder Holland saying, look, this whole world that is focusing so much on labeling us, should we seek a better way to do this? Now, he goes in in his talk and he talks about the time period after Jesus Christ came to visit the Nephites, that fourth Nephi period, where everybody's taking care of one another and he refers to the point where it says there's no ites there's no divisions in that way but they are all children of Christ so Elder Holland says what is the key to this breakthrough in contented happy living it is embodied there in the text in one sentence the love of God did dwell in the hearts of the people when the love of God sets the tone for our lives for our relationships to one another and ultimately our feeling for all humankind then old distinctions, limiting labels, and artificial divisions begin to pass away, and peace increases. That is precisely what happened in the Book of Mormon example. No longer were there Lamanites, or Jacobites, or Josephites, Zoramites. There were no ites at all. The people had taken on just one transcendent identity. They were all, it says, to be known as the children of Christ. Now, as we're going through this week of Come Follow Me, we're learning about what it means to be the seed of Abraham, okay? Now, uh, Elder Bednar, a few years ago, he talked about this idea of what it means to be the seed of Abraham. He was talking to a group of priesthood holders, and this is what he said. You may enjoy music, athletics, or maybe mechanically inclined, and someday you may work in a trade or a profession or in the arts. As important as such activities and occupations can be, they do not define who we are. First and foremost, we are spiritual beings. We are the sons of God and the seed of Abraham. So again, the world right now wants to label us so desperately. They want to put us in compartments. And that is not the way God wants us to be. He wants us to focus. He, this idea of being divided politically, being divided socially, uh, even sexually and other ways. It's like the world wants to do that. And here's the Lord saying, that's not what we had in mind. Um, this world, Satan is the great destroyer of an identity. And our identity, what Elder Bednar said is, look, we're the seed of Abraham. All right. We're sons and daughters of God and the seed of Abraham. So what does it mean to truly be the seed of Abraham? So you go back to Abraham chapter two and Abraham, again, seeking for greater righteousness, seeking for greater happiness and seeking for greater knowledge. Verse six, it says, I'm going to make of thee a minister to bear my name in a strange land, which I will give unto thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession when they hearken to my voice. I love verse eight of Abraham too. My name is Jehovah. 
I know the end from the beginning, therefore my hands shall be over thee. Verse 9, I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee above measure and make thy name great among all nations, and thou shalt be a blessing unto thy seed after thee. And here's an element that in their hands they shall bear this ministry and priesthood unto all nations. I will bless them through thy name. For as many as receive this gospel shall be called after my name and shall be accounted thy seed and shall rise up and bless thee as their father. And then Abraham 2.11, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee, that is in thy priesthood and in thy seed, which is us, that is thy priesthood, for I give unto thee a promise that this right shall continue in thee, that in thy seed after thee, once again, that is us, that is to say the literal seed or the seed of the body, shall all the families of the earth be blessed, even with the blessings of the gospel, which are the blessings of salvation, even of life eternal. So it has been very clear, and Russell M. Nelson, our prophet, has been super clear on this, how the greatest cause, the greatest thing, the greatest identity, you are the seed of Abraham, and what our responsibility is, is to gather the family. We are to gather Israel and bring them in. There's no greater cause out there than this. So here's the problem. We get distracted. Right, We get distracted in this great cause. And I love also from this last conference, Sister Bonnie Corden. She gave a wonderful talk as she described, again, this idea of what the responsibilities are of the seed of Abraham. So I love this. Many years ago, my son Tanner was about five years old when he played his first soccer game. He was thrilled. When we arrived at the game, we realized his team was using a regulation side soccer goal. Not some little pop-up goal, but a very large net that seemed way too big for five-year-olds. The game took on mythic proportions as I saw Tanner take the goalie position. I was so surprised. Did he really understand his purpose in guarding the net? The whistle blew, and we became so caught up in the game, we forgot all about Tanner. Suddenly, one of the opposing team members got the ball and dribbled swiftly towards him. I looked in Tanner's direction to make certain he was ready to stand his ground and defend the goal. I saw something I was not expecting. At some point in the game, Tanner had become distracted and began weaving his left arm through the various holes in the net. Then he did the same with his right arm. Next, his left foot and finally his right foot. Tanner was fully entangled in the net. He had forgotten his purpose and what he had been entrusted to do. While Tanner's soccer career didn't last long, his lesson to me that day will never fade. We occasionally get distracted from why we are here and divert our energies somewhere else. One of Satan's most powerful weapons is to distract us with good and better causes which, in times of need, may blind and bind us away from the best cause, the very work that called us into this world. Our eternal purpose is to come unto Christ and to actively join him in his great work. It's as simple as President Nelson taught, anytime we do anything that helps anyone make and keep their covenants with God, we are helping to gather Israel. When we do his work together with him, we come to know and love him more. 
we continually seek to draw closer to the Savior through faith, cherished repentance, and keeping the commandments. As we bind ourselves to him through covenants and ordinances, our lives are filled with confidence, protection, and deep and lasting joy. I love that story when I watched it in conference. You know, this this kid, he's just, he's tangled up in the net, just having a great time. But that's exactly what we do. Man, we get distracted in this world. Satan is, and you've heard me say this many times, he is the creator of weapons of mass distraction. And he does that so well to all of us. Well, Elder Bednar, back in the same talk, he said, Truly, great responsibility rests upon the seed of Abraham in these latter days. We are here upon the earth at this time to magnify the priesthood and to preach the gospel. That's who we are. That is why we are here today and always and have been brought to this earth for this time period. President Nelson has been so clear on that. So as we understand what it means to be the seed of Abraham and that our responsibility is to bless all families, Hopefully that keeps us focused and to be able to have that in mind as we're interacting with our brothers and sisters on this earth. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed and have a great day.